gonna get a thing you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Well, I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Do you have a This is Live at yeah, Five, Live, live at Five, indeed, Live at gentlemen, Five. In studio guests, big, 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 uh, big show coming up on March 9th, the Battle of the Badges. Got John Pepin here along, of course, with a uh, newly famous person north of the thruway. That's Carolina Chuck. You know him from uh, the Davidson Auto Group. No, just kidding. You know him. <laughs> you know him from you know where. At uh, FX Capera Honda, uh, right there off uh, I-81. We'll talk to Chuck about a little bit about his business, but more importantly, how and why and when he's going to go into the ring uh, come March 9th locally. And uh, we'll get we'll get things started first, just by making sure the microphones work. I believe they do. It's been a while since I've used microphone three. So, uh, John, John, you've been in here many times over the years talking about big events for boxing events and so forth. This is nothing new to you, no? No, this is great being here. I, I, I love coming here, and, um, you know, you've been great having us come in. And March uh, 9th, Battle of the Badges 4, this is our fourth year doing it. And, you know, we got Jerry Cooney coming, gentlemen Jerry Cooney. Mm-hmm. We got some great fights. We got some first responders, New York State Police. We got correction officers, Border Patrol, and firemen. So, and yeah. then we got Carolina Chuck. And Carolina Chuck. Well, and, of course, yeah, a guy working in the car business. So we'll definitely delve into how uh, someone who's not partic- you know, not part of, and don't get me wrong, Chuck, you, you've boxed before. But obviously, Chuck, the, the, it's open, and both yep. of you can attest to this. It's open to not, uh, people who are not necessarily part of you know, first, yes, first responders. Yeah, yep, a lot of amateurs. Yeah. Yeah, because logistically, um, you know, it's, it's battle the badges, but it's... The, the card is a portion of the mm-hmm. badges, mm-hmm. and the rest I fill in with my boxers. So, Good. you know, and I get more and more support from all the clubs, and <clears> they love this show. And, you know, I'm looking at probably 14, 15 fights. No, so 14, be- 15 fights, and it starts, okay, so just March 9th. Not this weekend, folks, but it starts on Saturday the following, uh, not this Saturday, the following Saturday the 9th. Doors open at 5. The fights actually start at 6 p.m. Now, do you do you go up from uh, lower, you know, what, how, how is the hierarchy when you start? The small So basically guys we'll have the, the little guys, like I've got an 8-year-old boxer, I've got a 10-year-old boxer. So we start, you know, I always think a boxing show is like cooking sauce. You know, you keep... Stirring the pot a little I'm bit. I'm stirring it. Stirring it, adding some stuff, <laughs> and you know I'm Italian, so yeah. You know I like I like the Sunday sauce, so right. Then uh, you know we'll bring in uh, the big guns there, like Chuck and mm-hmm. some of the troopers and firemen, mm-hmm. correction officers. Right. I got a border patrol coming from Niagara Falls, Rochester. I got a police officer. Nice. Ithaca I got a police officer, so it's going to be a great show. How Thanks. do you get How do you get these guys involved to travel that far, John? Um, actually, we we do. Uh, we stream it live, 
So they they see it and they get interested. Okay. Um, but so you reached out to them by saying, "Hey, this is what our last event looked like," and that's how yes. you got to. Okay. It's a, it's a great it's a great tool to uh, to reach out to other organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we've had probation before. We've had. I've even had. Uh, I might even have a female state trooper. So. This time around? Yes. Oh, good. Uh, what, against a trans uh, boxer? Or, no, <laughs> or, or, or in fact, it's, no, never mind. No, never mind. Uh, all right. Yeah, again, I, 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 Jim always. it's always political. It's always political. Yeah, <laughs> dude, trust me. If Trump gets back in there, it's going to be political with him 24-7. Yeah, uh, all right. So Jerry Cooney is uh, the, the, the gentleman Jerry Cooney. Gentleman uh, Jerry he, Cooney, he, yeah. He, he, he fought uh, Muhammad Ali. He, or, he was or, he was scheduled to Ken, fight Muhammad he Ali. He beat Ken Norton. He broke he beat his Ken jaw. Ken Norton in fifty four seconds. Yeah, in fi- so he was scheduled against Muhammad Ali. Never. He was scheduled against Muhammad Ali. Actually, uh, Ali called his mother. He told me to make the make the fight, mm-hmm. and it just didn't pan out ah. at the end. There, the, who you else know, did he fight? Like Joe, Joe he Frazier? fought Larry Holmes for okay. the heavyweight title. He fought uh, George Foreman. Okay. He fought uh, Ron Lyles, so he's fought all the big names. No, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, and he's he, from Huntington, Long Island. Yes. Okay. And he actually just got inducted into the Atlantic City Boxing Hall of Fame. So. Yeah, and he's, he seems like a genuine guy. And he's I'm a great glad, guy. He glad he doesn't up, have dementia or anything of that nature. No. Because, yeah. No, yeah. he's a great guy. He's yeah. you know he's a ball buster, and you know yeah. you're gonna have a lot of fun with him. Yeah. Oh, well, you always seem to bring up someone of notoriety, someone obviously who has had a history. Name some others, John, that you've had at these uh, events. Mickey Ward, Carmen Basilio. I'm sorry, did you say Mickey Rourke? Ward. Oh, Ward. I thought you meant <laughs> Mickey Ward from the body, uh, body double, whatever. Oh, man. Body heat. Or no, heat I couldn't double. get him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he, he did box. He did for, box. For the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a tough dude. Uh, all right, so now we might move microphone. Say a couple words, uh, Chuck. Yo, yo. Yeah, yeah. Swing the microphone. Now, that's just not working. I'm sorry. It's not it's a no bueno. Yeah, it's much better. So if we could swing it like that, that's fine. Just so we can hear you. It's important. Uh, all right, so the big question is, you're Carolina, Chuck. Yes, sir. Uh, you've become uh, very well known in the area. Thanks, yes, of course, to community broadcasters. But now, yeah, uh, that, in addition to, mm-hmm. no, I, which is yeah. great. That's what we're all about, to, to, to create a brand. But you've taken it to the next step. Now you have your own blog. You do things outside the business. You went to the yeah. uh, the Polar Bear Dip, which Polar which is Bear you're Bear. wearing the 34th annual. They come up with $94,000. Yeah. Uh, how much did you contribute to that, if you no, don't mind I'm me asking? Nowhere near that amount. Well, no, but it all, it, that was the sum total. Yeah, just a couple hundred. Okay. So it all adds up, which is great. Plus, uh, how was it when you jumped into the water, if you could explain that? Well, I was uh, I was nervous as heck. So when I went out there, I was like, man, I don't want to pass out in front of all these people. Right. And so I got Why do the, I think I'm talking to Cousin Eddie all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, with I'm the backwards cousin, hat. Sure. So, <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> yeah. And so would we like some private time? No, yes, go ahead. Yes, sir. Oh, well, look. Um, I said, man, dude, I jumped in there. and I hit that water. Yeah. I came up, and I was like, oh, God, get yeah. me out of here. It takes the breath out of you. Yeah, it took the breath right out of me. I couldn't breathe. I started climbing up that ladder. Right. And um, I get to the top. By the time I got to the top, I couldn't talk, nothing. I'm shaking. And yeah. my wife, she's she's over there drinking something, you know what I mean? Right, right. And she's supposed yeah. to bring she's me a smart. towel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and look, I haven't drank. Listen, preparing for this fight, yeah. I haven't had alcohol in just over a year. So, are you kidding? Yeah, just, I, in, I, what, wait a minute. You prepared? You started for the fight I started a year ago? two years ago mentally preparing for this yeah. when I saw Battle of the Badges 2. So, Isn't that? And you haven't drank since? Well, 
since you waited February. One year. Like, yeah, I waited a year. I had to get all it because of this. Hurt. In my mind, yeah, yeah. Good for you. That's great willpower. Yeah, it took, unless you were leaving your liver at a bar stool or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> no. took it took a lot, but right, um, right. Yeah, I mean, it was a big mental thing, you know. But yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I no, get, it is a mental thing, no doubt, no doubt. So I got to the top of that ladder freezing cold they sent me into this room everybody's in there undressing and stuff and i'm like look i ain't about to undress right now right. i'm a little bit cold you right, know yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly yeah so uh she finally <laughs> came with my towel and everything right, and uh right. <laughs> and i said look we're gonna have to go somewhere else so she said we went in the little bar area she held a towel for me i said don't look honey you know yeah right, and, right, uh, right, right. and we got dressed it took me a little while to get warm back up but it was it was cool, it was yeah. an experience my shoulders have been hurting from rocking this dude's pads yeah yeah and the next day i mean my shoulder pain was gone i'm, I'm feeling ready for a night and get back into the gym do some wild stuff so if you don't mind me asking a personal question win or lose do you start drinking again after this or oh no i think i i think i can push the envelope See, that's another challenge. See how far I can go. So, when that. you went on the boat cruise with us this past summer, didn't you weren't you, you didn't drink anything. No, nope. <laughs> wow, just, just had a good time. You could have been the designated, you know, boat rider. I know, <laughs> I could, I could have drove the boat. You know? <laughs> well, that's great, and that's very commendable for you to do that and so forth. Uh, Caroline, Chuck, you have children. Yes, sir. And how many children? I've got four. All four children. Yep. Got, got. Now, will they be present for this? Yep. I got us a ringside table, and I'm putting all the pressure on me. For, That's a lot of fight. pressure. Yeah. Do you know who you're competing against? They've got me lined up against a Canadian. Right, a realtor. A realtor. Yeah. Like I said, you said he's showing up with a briefcase yeah. and a couple of listings. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. We're gonna go at it. See who the real closers are. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a closer. No, yeah. I'm a closer. I'm yeah. a closer. Yeah. A A. Uh, so why the Canadian? Why 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 him? Is he the well, same size? Same? He's same weight class. I'm yeah. actually a little heavier than him, but he's in better shape. He competed back in December. So, okay. And I re- I started training back in December for the fight. Right. I mean, I've been hitting the gym. But You're like Rocky Balboa, you know, at the, yeah. at the end oh, of the yeah. yeah. I went and ordered some some American flag trunks. Man, I'm full in on this. It's going to be good. It's got it wrong. It's, yeah. it's, it's white and the red stripes. <laughs> it doesn't matter, Rock, does it? Yeah. We're going to put on a show for sure. It's going to be a great show battle of the badges four not to be confused the three two or one yep. and uh, but except this time if i'm not mistaken you used to have this up over there at the uh at the hotel now you have it at jcc uh john yeah actually our first year we we had weighed, savory savory yeah. we had yeah we yeah. had so many people there we had to change it to Jim Levin's going to be part of the, uh, isn't he in the card as well? He is. Uh, ladies main and event. gentlemen, main uh, welcome to the main event. <laughs> Jim Jim Lewinsky, otherwise He's known as Mushpuka Levin, will be, yeah, grab a microphone. By the way, I have I have a weird fact for you. Oh, what's that? You don't sound good, Jim. You're, you okay? Yeah, I just have a little. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Right. Pull her leg him. Right. So, you know Chelsea Clinton, your good friend? Yeah, yeah, of course. She is the same age now that Hillary Clinton was when her husband ran for president. Wow. Is that scary? In 1988. Yeah. 44. Wow. So what's the significance of this? I don't understand. I just thought it was a, you know, <laughs> factoid. I like factoids. A little, a little, you Did know. Did you know that Shirley Temple was always naked when she wore that? <laughs> anyway. You know, that's really disgusting. Well, right? no, they would. T- no. She I, was I, about I, eight <laughs> years old. Jeez. 
Jesus. The, the reason why I bring that up is because they mentioned that Shirley Temple was always always the only lone child or woman with a bunch of guys on a ship at sea. I'm like, well, what were they thinking back then in the MGM days? You know, you see, she certainly didn't have a problem with race. You no, know, no, well, she was I, black. She, yes, right, right, well, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Shirley Temple, T- black. She she married a guy with the last name of Black. Oh, That's yeah. what he's getting. Yeah. and she became UN uh, was, ambassador to Guam or something. No, like that. she was uh, the United States ambassador to the United Nations. Oh, United Nations, just yeah. like Nikki Haley. Now, now, wait a minute. Was she in that movie, Meet Joe Black? No. Oh. Where are we going now? <laughs> why did I, why did I Down mention... the rabbit hole! <laughs> yeah, right, right. I'm going to work out. All right, have a good See one. You guys. See Watch ya. that step leaving, because someone's going to fall, and we're going to have to get Joe Stanley in. <laughs> All right, so this is great. I mean, we, 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 you want to take a phone call? Someone's waiting to talk to me about something. Uh, I'm going to turn... Just hold the headsets up to it. This is the best way to do it. Can you hear it through there? All right, this, let's just do this. Hi, you're in the air. You've been waiting a long time. Dallas. And now they hung up. All right, so never mind. He hung up. <clears throat> I'll hang up on him. <laughs> All right, so um, what else is going on? So th- when you go into the JCC, the, the, can you still get... We're going to give away tickets here, by the way, to this event. It's on March 9th, but uh, will you have tables there? Because I'm so accustomed T- to John. Tables are pretty much gone. We, okay. uh, we have... We might have... How much are the tickets? For the, tables? Uh, what, oh, $20 for general admission. 20 bucks. Did I tell you that they had a kickboxing event down there at the Callet Theater? Yes. And they were $87 with the yeah. tickets. Yeah, I'd like so, to do yeah. something there. I, I don't want you to just increase the price, but, you know, this is entertainment. And, you know, in, in order to do this, you have costs. You have, uh, will they serve alcohol there? They will. Okay. Which is good. That helps. Very good. And so that's a big, that's the gymnasium, right? Right. So you could put in as many as what, 500 people in there or more? I don't know. More. I think last year we had eight, 900. Did you really? Yeah. Good. And so do they get bigger and bigger, John? They do. Actually, this year, I've never had this much presale really? tickets. So well, and a we, lot we've of never ha- sold a ticket uh, for the tables out this quick. Right. Nice. And, uh, you know, the general mission are. You can buy them at the door. You can buy them ahead of time on our website, but mm-hmm. they're going like crazy too. So who's gonna? You have ring girls and all that stuff. Four ring car girls, the famous yeah. Watertown area boxing club ring car girls, which is always important. And then you have the the, the uh, Michael Buffer. Who's going to be that? Mal Bustler. Mal Bustler's going to be in his tuxedo. Yes. Wait, does he ever put that tuxedo away, or does he just you know he's <laughs> he's the area's MC, the he's MC. He's great. He's he's the star. No, of the show, he's very really. good, yeah. and uh, and that's that's a good addition and so forth. Uh, will there be an intermission or? There'll be know? intermission probably after six, seven fights. Are there any sanctioned fights? Oh, they're all sanctioned. Oh, they're by all? USA okay. Boxing. Yep. G- got, okay. Yeah, these guys got to register as boxers. But is there anything for like anyone walking away with a belt or something of that nature? That'll be a surprise that night. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So good. Good. Yep. Excellent. So there will be some surprises in addition to that. It's uh, it starts at at five, the doors open at five. Starts at six. Why so early? Because uh, it goes on that long for like three four hours. Or no, what? no. Usually we're we're done by nine thirty ish. Okay. So it's that's reasonable. You know, it's a great. You go out five o'clock. Done by nine thirty. Right. I mean, have a go little to dinner Coleman's. and go to Coleman's after, and right. we're going to have an after-fight party at Maggie's, actually. Are, so. you re- okay. and are they a sponsor Ma- at Maggie's? Yes. Good. Okay. Yep. And they're the new owners now. Right. Good for you. All right. Yep. Awesome. All right. So grab those headsets. Let's see who this is. Hi, you're in the air. Hi. Oh, my goodness. It's Samantha. Samantha is our, our neighborhood uh, boxing fan. Samantha, what's going on today? I know you tried to call in on the hotline show today. I did. My phone was acting, you know, really 
it's been terrible. Samantha, did you go to the uh, did you go to the uh, polar bear dip? This because you live up there in Alex Bay. Did you go to the polar bear dip at all? Did you partake? Actually, no, I did not go. But I go to the exercise class. That, right. Um, our instructor there was one of the jumpers. Right. So. One of the jumpers. It sounds like, it's like hey, you want to commit suicide this Saturday? We jump into the yeah. river. Well, basically. Right. Well, Samantha, yeah. what what's going? I have guests today. We're talking about the boxing event on March 9th. Uh, so I I do have to go, but I don't want to be rude. Just want to ask oh, you what's okay. on your mind today. Okay. I'm sorry. Yep, that's all right. I um. <laughs> I will let you go. I'd like to hear all about uh, that. Awesome. Samantha, good talking. Call up another time and we'll have we'll have a chat, okay? Sure. All right, all right, thank you. That's Samantha. She doesn't know. She's like crazy Ray. She just well, the place could be on fire. Crazy. <laughs> hey, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's let's move over to our friend uh Carolina Chuck, who's got his own blog, his own podcast. He's the Joe Rogan, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man. Uh, not quite. But but, but you don't on. necessarily talk about cars. You, it seems like he's talking about various things, right, Chuck? Yeah, I think um I like to my thing is I, I I'm fine. Have you seen the one about the rodeo yet? No, no, Dude, no. So the next thing I might be getting into is riding a bull. So what are you like, Forrest Gump? Now you're going to be, like, I'm, you know. yeah, I'm uh, creating history. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, you, you're wearing a lot of hats. You're yeah. going to be playing ping pong. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, who knows? Open. You're going to open up your own like uh, version of Apple or whatever. Yeah. Uh, ride around a Toro somewhere down south. And do you have a do you have a girlfriend named Jenny? By any chance? <laughs> no. <clears throat> but that no. But Chuck, it's amazing because you've embraced your celebrity you you are self-made celebrity yeah i mean it, it when somebody came into the dealership yeah and asked for my autograph one time right blew me away and then another guy came in shortly after and wanted to take a picture with me and then i said you know what let's run with this thing right and um and then just i mean I'm that's not, how it started yeah i'm not even really going out seeking the opportunities i mean i go to the sam's club there's carolina chuck and right you know wild. we hear you on obviously on the radio we see you probably on the infomercials yeah are I you did, on there I as did well the two inf- i did uh december and uh january i was featured on but january. now people are recognizing you because i know from doing radio for a long time now mm-hmm. when i open up my big trap you know wherever I know you. I said, no, yeah. you don't. <laughs> uh, and, but in your case, they obviously recognize that voice, no? Yeah. As, as soon as I start talking to people, it's, hey, aren't you Carolina Chuck? Right. right. I was just at um, Red Robin. Yeah. My, my waitress was like, are you Carolina Chuck? Isn't like, that yeah, something? It's pretty neat. It's yeah. kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I also, Frankie Caprera does a decent impersonation of you. Yeah. I said, hair. Frankie, you got to do that. It was my idea. I was yeah. like, Frankie, because he always hits the impersonation when he's messing with me hard. Yeah, yeah, right. He'll hit the impersonation. And I said, dude, you're going to do that on one of my commercials. Right, right, right. And I had him do it. Well, I got to say this, and hopefully I won't get in trouble, but I noticed a lot of people, family members included, plus, um, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. He's the manager at the Kia shop. He's been there forever. Brad. Great, Brad. A lot of people position themselves very, and this is this is common. You see this in in news. Usually, the anchor who has people to replace them or sit in for them mimic the person that they're imper- You know, even right. Glenn Beck back in the days would have replacements on CNN, and people would mimic him. I see a lot of Charlie out in from Brad. Who is no relation, I don't think. Is there a, Yeah, he's a cousin. He's a cousin. Okay, there you go. That explains it. But they do the wax on, wax off yeah. thing. You know, wax on, wax off. Oh, the car. So I see that. So mm-hmm. do, do people, you know, mimic, other than Frankie, do, do other people mimic you? I don't think anyone mimics me. I practice, I mean, 
honestly, I practice my body language. I watch my videos, and I don't, I don't want to mimic people, but right. I practice my body language. You know? yeah. I just kind of study that. I'll cut the audio off and just watch how I talk. Isn't that something? So, you're, so you, do you have your own agent or manager now, or you know, like uh, Burgess Meredith? I'm, I'm, <laughs> Mickey. I'm, I'm kind of putting it out there. I'm, I'm shopping for one. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's how it's. We've got another phone call here. Hopefully, it's uh, someone who actually is listening to the show. Hi, you're in the air. What's going on, Glenn? Oh, you know where I'm at now? Yes, this is Jason. Where am I at? Uh, Jason lives down in Palmetto State, I believe, in, in South Carolina. <laughs> where, where Chuck's from. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to keep you a little bit more... Okay, listen, Jason, before you continue, just bear in mind, you're not paying attention to the show. I have two guests in here, uh, and we're talking about an upcoming boxing match. So uh, unless you want to come up here and win some of these tickets, which I doubt, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I can't talk to you. Just like we, 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 this always happens. Next thing I'm going to get someone calling from Bulgaria. I'm going to be very fast. Yeah. I'm going to be very fast. Yeah, right, right. Are you a pushover? Also, I heard you talk on the radio about the skate park. Yeah. And also, I want to say, if the city's not generate revenue, then what difference does it make? Right. Well, for a skate park, with a quality of life for the kids, you just want to throw that well, away? You live in another state, well, Jason. Well, we had one up in the mall, Glenn. We had a skate park up in the mall. It was not supported by the skate park community. So if you can't support one thing wow. and grow that community in a safe environment, how in the hell are right. you going to support a skate park that doesn't generate revenue. Right. Plus, we have a $2.8 million swim pool. Plus, we have a $50 million work upgrade project. I'm going to put a bet. I'm trying to figure out of the two people who don't live here anymore. I mean, apparently our friend uh, Flat Earth Donnie is coming back, so I have to give him. Oh, and who could forget SG? But there's more support and 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 people outside the realm that are still talking about politics who don't live here anymore. One of them, of course, is Jason Trainer, who's talking to us right now. He won't disclose which state he's from. <laughs> Parts unknown, uh, but he um, he has condemned the, the 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 plan for a skate park, which will no, be. I haven't I haven't condemned it. I look at cost, Glenn. So if you're gonna sounds like you're condemning it about your audience and hold them accountable, or the people right. that are in leadership, we right. have to understand where I live. There's twelve thousand homeless. People that live inside the city and community. Wow, he's in a big place. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Where is he at? Jason, can you just can you just stop the guessing game? Where do you live in Atlanta? (laughs) Just tell me. Where did your wife want to go? Where other people who speak her language so she can she can go back to Thailand again? Where are you living right now? Well, Glenn, if you give me the time and you don't have any boxing events coming up and gentlemen on your radio right, station, right, I would right. love to tell you, but don't be a pushover. Right, he no, calls so me a I'm pushover. I'm not condemning the skate park. We had one in the mall. We never had one in the mall. Right, John? We never had one. What? Skate park? Yes, we never. One. We had, had three pictures. For a month or two. We did? We had rent space and there was wood around. And oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. liked it. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, know. You need a real one outdoors. Yeah. All right. All right, Jason, I, I'm sorry. I love you to death. I got to go. I got to I gotta go. I got to go. Holy mackerel. All right, so uh, here. Battle of the Bands. Just, Battle of the Bands. <laughs> Might be some music. Hey, man, we're There'll getting the band music. back together. The band. <laughs> Uh, battle, <laughs> battle of the badges. 
And by the way, this picture of Jerry Cooney was taken probably in 1985. Does he look like that right now or what? I mean, yeah. he looks good. Don't get he me looks wrong. Looks good. But, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's a big boy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, from it's Huntington, a good Long Island. From Huntington, Huntington Long, Long Island. Island. Yeah. Uh, it's at Jefferson Community College. It's March 9th, March 9th, 2024. We got another call. Let's. You know, I, I don't want to be rude. Hi, right, do you have a question for our guests? I don't, Glenn. I just wanted to comment on the last guest. Uh, oh, okay. Call me up after the break, okay? Yep. Bye. All right. Thank you. So there you have it. All right. But before we go, <clears throat> before because that guy obviously doesn't want tickets, uh, let's give away a couple of sets of tickets. Let's do this. 755-1240 is the number. you got to be legitimately eager to go on March 9th. Just don't call and say, oh, yeah, I'll give them to my brother who lives down there in, in the Palmetto State or something. <laughs> uh, so let's see who we got. Let's see who this is. We're going to give away tickets. Hi. You want the tickets? Yes, I do, Glenn. This is Satan. Satan, do you want Satan to show up at, at your show? Uh, Satan's not allowed to be there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yes, I am. All right. so, how, how do you spell Satan? I always spell it. Spell it. Satan. G O D. Do you know G O D spelled backwards as dog? All right. Anyway, uh, Satan is S A T A N. Is that correct? Yeah, whatever way you want to spell it, Glenn. Yes. Well, how do you spell Satan? Isn't that awful? <laughs> Satan. Why don't you just use my normal name? No, nah, because no one should know that it's a... Just sit back, back in your fear, a tale, a tale of a faithful trip. Sorry. He, he understands what I'm doing right now. All right, so, uh, Mr. Uh, 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 Bob Den John Bob Denver, uh, we will have them here for you to pick up for the uh, March 9th, okay? All righty. Thanks a lot. Right, great. Thank you. That's Satan. So that's Satan one. Rules, Satan rules. Uh, and uh, do you want tickets to the Battle of the Badges, What's whoever this on, is? Uh, Tim. Now, Tim is blind, but can, can a, John, can a blind man uh, appreciate uh, Battle of the Badges for? Yeah, some of the sounds going to be all sounds right. Sounds. Yeah, sounds. Smells yeah. and, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the thing, Glenn. Ready? Yeah. So uh, my girlfriend's uh, grandfather used to be a boxer. Uh, I can't remember his name though, but he he was in Watertown as a boxer, and she loves boxing. We were hmm. just talking about that. Huh? I wonder and if it uh, was uh, the guy who was involved in the Egan murders. Um, he was a boxer too. I'm forgetting his name, but that was a long Kid time. Kid Sullivan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was that his name? Kid Sullivan. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So was was that him? Was it Sullivan? Tim. Uh, you know? I don't know. I got to ask her. Well, okay. Uh, I hope not, because I'm dating her. <laughs> All right, whatever. All right, so do you want to go, Tim? Yeah, I want to go. All right, so this is. All right, so Tim. Tim, the blind guy. We're gonna write that down. There's a lot of other Tims that want these tickets. What's that? Two tickets. Two tickets. Yeah. Two tickets. Yeah. Yeah. You need someone to drive you there. Don't want to go by Yeah. I was gonna go to the movies the other day by myself. I don't want to do this. All right, so uh, anyway, Tim, I got your tickets here, you, and please have someone come down with you or someone to pick them up before March 9th, if that works for you, sir. Yeah, that works for me. Hey, question for you. Yeah. Um, anyhow, I did have a legitimate question. Uh, now, why did you move it from the exhibition hall just because it's a uh, bigger capacity? Uh, yeah. More people wanted to see what was happening, or, or why is it at JCC? Anyway. So so we moved to uh, JCC because of the, the bigger uh, – Bigger venue, more people, and also um, it just works out better with the parking. Yeah, uh, the parking is really good there. So, right. um, oh yeah, like I said, uh, JCC is a great host, and you know we we had a great time there last yeah. year, and we're going to do it again. Yeah, no doubt. Hopefully oh, that answers good. your question. All right, thanks, Tim. I appreciate it. We got another. Yeah, All right, bye listen. Bye. All right, now guys, thank you very, 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 very much. The tickets are now. I'll bring them outside. Anything else that I've missed? 
No, that's it. Just come on out March 9th, uh, Saturday night. Doors open at 5, fights start at 6. You're going to see uh, Gentleman Jerry Cooney. You're going to see Carolina Chuck. You're going to see some first responders. <laughs> Is Carolina scrapping. Chuck after the in, in, intermission then, I would assume? Uh, I think he's going to be right before intermission. Inter- okay, gotcha. Yep. So. One last call. All right, hey, you have a question for our guests? Uh, yes. Is there any more tickets? Oh, yeah. You know what? I'll give you more tickets. Who, uh, who's this? This is Jim Pusher. Jim P- oh, of Jim Pusher. Yeah. Uh, do you know a guy that owns a restaurant? No, My cousin. Good. Oh, that's your cousin? There's a lot of Pushers around yeah. here. Two ticks. Two tickets to paradise. Two tickets to uh, Battle of the Bands. Uh, Battle of the Badges <laughs> 4 at JCC. Uh, doors open at 5. Uh, fights start at 6. I'm assuming uh, um, we, uh, uh, Carolina Chuck will be probably fighting at around 7.30 or somewhere thereabouts. Um, now, but, do I uh, go to the station and get those tickets? Yes, or, uh... Yeah, we don't have Will Call here. We actually have physical <laughs> tickets that we hand you. So I'm going to have two tickets for Jim Pusher waiting for you here. Normal uh, banking hours, Monday through Friday, sir, before the 9th of March. At the station, right? At the station, yes. Okay, did you know the... Uh, I do have a question. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't... the media. I think the media put, uh, set this up about uh, Jerry Cooney. They, they called him the Great White Hope. Yes. A lot of guys well, are great. That was kind of kind of racist back then, but <clears throat> no, it wasn't. All the it's not racist now either. But anyways, uh, Ali said uh, Ali started calling calling him the Great White Dope. <laughs> remember that? Well, I I, I don't remember yeah. that, but it makes sense that he yeah. would say something like that. He also he picked yeah, he on also, his opponents. He altered his nickname. Oh yeah, right. But no no disrespect for me. I'm just saying that that's how Ali was. No, that's how. But he was also mean spirited. <laughs> he he picked on Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. Yeah. He would call him nasty yeah. stuff. Call him Uncle Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He called him other things too. Oh yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. They had a picture. I just saw a picture of Muhammad Ali. He did have some issues, and there was two people holding, you know, st- sitting next to him taking a selfie, and he had his head down into his into his chest, and his eyes were closed. It says, "What is this weekend at Ali's or something?" Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, is he alive? <laughs> Holy mackerel. Uh, but uh, he was a great man, and he also lit the torch at the Olympics at uh, Los Angeles, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Yeah. Yep. Back yeah, he in, was a great uh, champion. Yeah. Uh, or, or, it, one of them. Or no, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, yeah, because you know, he's, he's not from Atlanta. He's from Lexington, Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. Let's get another call. You guys are popular. Hi, you have a question for our guests? Hey, uh, that was Johnny Randolph was his name. Johnny Randolph. His grandfather. Oh, okay. He that was the fight. Vi- with you know uh, this Jack guy? Dempsey. That was oh. back in the... Day. That was her grandfather. Jack so Dempsey. I'll let you go. go All right, thanks. Give you the info. Thank you. It's funny that I say that. So you know this place because, you know, the restaurant that they went to in The Godfather, it wasn't Jack Dempsey's, but they picked up Michael at a place called Jack Dempsey's. Right. So when he said that, I, I, I remind, and then he said Jack Dempsey. See how, see how things are all in this See Sopranos, the ending, mimicked uh, The Godfather? Yeah. How so? The last episode. How? What do you mean? Remember when he went into the bathroom? Uh, oh. The guy that, you know. The guy, oh, what, the I guy think the guy was... He, the guy that went in and thought... Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, no. No, uh, the guy went in the bathroom and, you know, everything faded to black after. Yeah, okay. So, I thought he was coming in from the outside when he... When no, that one guy with the hat. Oh. He went into the bathroom. Oh. Like Michael Corleone did. Oh. You know. Gotcha, right. So right. he might... See, you know what's interesting? Because he's supposed to come out blasting, according to uh, to uh, uh, Clemenza. Right. But he, he comes out and he stands there. I think at that point, it, uh, if I'm if I'm Salazzo or McCluskey, I'm like, why are you standing? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, he's standing he there. He stands yeah. there for yeah. 
too long, but and they they moved that spot that, that when they did that they moved it up in production because they were unsure whether or not Michael uh, uh, Al Pacino was the guy, and so they said, oh, well, I never let, knew let, that. yeah, so <laughs> so uh, Coppola said, well, let's do that scene first, and I'll show you he's the guy, and they said, yeah, he's the guy, he's the guy, and he was yeah, he, he was did it well, he, he was and and he was better, or he was great in one, but he was even better in Godfather Two, arguably the greatest movie of all time. We got another call. I got to do this. I'm sorry, this is too much fun. Hi, you're on the air. You have a question for our guest? Yeah, Glenn, it's me again, uh, Rich. Um, yeah. I wish I would have known that. I just turned it on. I didn't know it was the Battle of the Badgers. I would have loved it. When yeah, okay. My, uh, you want tickets? My, son, my yeah, my son-in-law. Um, Box with them guys before uh, Tyler Gamage. Okay, you know, yeah, Tyler. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. So, do do you want tickets? Yes, please. All right. So, Richard Gladel. All right. You know where we are, Rich? Uh, yeah, up up the hill on the left when you caught coffee. Right on, uh, at the end of Welta. Yep. All right. All right. Thanks, Rich. I appreciate it. I got to do a break. I'm way behind. Yeah, you got to pick him up. Yeah, no will call here. Sorry. Yeah. What time? Uh, uh, nine to five. Uh, uh, yeah, Monday through Friday. It's on the ninth, so you got okay. time. Yep. Thanks. Bob. Okay. Great. Thank you. Yep. All right, th guys. Thank you very much for thanks being for part of this. Us. Yeah. Great this show. is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's recorded. I'll send you the links later. Cool. And uh, Chuck, good luck with everything. Yeah, and uh, say hi to everyone at uh, the Honda place. Uh, and uh, you guys continue to do a great job. You, you're right. The legendary FX Caprera family continues, needless to say. Yeah. All right, I got to do a break, and uh, you're listening to the Live at Five show. We'll be back after this. Hello, beautiful people. It's Shay from the Cosmetic and Laser Surgery Center. Call 855-858-5807. And welcome back to the uh, Live at Five show. Got about 16 minutes left. If you want to give me a shout, 755-1240. What an entertaining show. I never know what to expect when Carolina Chuck comes in here. But um, this time, obviously, it had to do with an event. <clears throat> Battle of the Badges coming up real soon. Uh, so I will have tickets for everyone that called in and wanted them. And actually, you know what? I could do this. If at some time before the end of the show, I can actually add to that. Because <clears throat> I looked at my reserve and I have more tickets to give away. So if you want to do that, by all means, 755-1240. yeah! Yeah, I could do my, like, uh, Wolfman Jack impersonation. And Wolfman's coming to get you! <clears throat> Sorry. Now I can't breathe. Hi, you're in the air. Oh, uh, Glenn? Yes. Uh, boxing used to be the big cheese on the block years ago. Uh... Boy, is it changed. I couldn't even tell you who the heavyweight champion of the world is today. I, I couldn't s tell you 20 years ago. I mean, it really died oh, after Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson left. Right. Uh, that was a big uh, big deal back when I was younger. Used to get big fights right on uh, regular television. Right. Or Howard Cosell on a Friday night. Ali fought, uh, God, Ernie Shavers in primetime TV. It was good stuff. It probably would be pay-per-view today. Well, they uh, also did ne never fought uh, Jerry Cooney. I don't believe uh, they were supposed to, but apparently it was I canceled. I don't believe so. Yeah, no, no, uh, you're right. That you're was right. Larry Holmes that gave Cooney a hard time hmm. before their fight. He was ripping Cooney pretty good. He went 11 to 12 rounds with Larry Holmes. Jerry Cooney was not a great fighter, not a great chin. No, you know, but he had a devastating left hook if he could hit you. Right, if he got you, like he, he got with. He did get the Ken Norton, which was a pretty uh, big win for him. But yeah, he, he did it right away. I think too. George took him out in 
Uh, not too long. George do, Foreman knocked do, him do you, out. Do you remember punch. George Foreman always was the bad guy, too? Devastating he, puncher. He was always the bad guy. And then after his career, he came back as a boxer. Yeah, became, he changed his whole personality. And then he did Then he did the grill. Uh, and then the, the grill was offered to uh, Hulk Hogan, who turned it down. And uh, George Foreman did the uh, the grill, and so what, what's the name of the grill? That you know the yeah, one. Yeah, he had his own. Yeah, that's correct. And he made him. He, he made, made him, money out of He him. made a tremendous amount of more so from that from his boxing career. Plus, he became a celebrity. Yeah, I think he had five boys, and they all he named them all George. All George. Yeah, yeah. Devastating puncher at that time frame. If you've seen him when he was young. Yeah, I saw him when he was old. He was. Uh, he had a good punch, and he, he no one could knock him hit. down. But I got a lot of old films of. Uh, well. I wanted to ask Mr. Pep about Ray Leonard started up here. Uh, he changed his name. I think 1939. He fought up the Starbuck Arena, Glenn. Where right, right. They right. had uh, and uh, Jack Case. Yes. He uh, first 120. He never lost a fight in his first 125 fights. Right. It wasn't Ray. Ray. It wasn't Leonard. It, it was uh, 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 Richard uh, name Walker Smith. Okay. Yeah. Out of Detroit. Mm-hmm. But a devastating puncher from left hand or right hand, a devastating puncher. Mm-hmm. His toughest fights were against a gentleman from Syracuse. Wow. Mr. Basilio. Oh, right, right, who was also up here. His fights with Ray, uh, Ray Roberts. Ray Robinson could take it. He could dish it out. By the time he got toward, uh, in his 60s, he didn't know what time of day it was. Well, didn't he fight Jake LaMotta? Jake LaMotta. Yeah, right. Uh, he's the first man to beat Ray uh, Robinson. Right. And they fought five more times, and Ray beat him every time. Back in them days, you fought probably two times a month. Right, I know. It's different. Yeah. Well, Ray was out of it toward the end of his life because he took a lot of shots. But oh, just like Ali. He could take it, and boy, he could hit. Yeah. Devastating puncher. Yeah. But, but boxing was uh, was the bomb back in the day. Now that was the big one back in the days. You're absolutely I think right. MMA I is taking over. one more thing, Glenn. Did yeah. you see that show on Las Vegas on CNN? No, I didn't. No, what was take it about? Take a look at it. What was it about? Vegas? Early Vegas. Oh, early, yeah, with Dean Martin. Bugsy Siegel ran it. They took Bugsy out in 47. You talk about racism. A hmm. guy like Sammy Davis couldn't even walk through the front door. At that oh, I'm sure. When he was performing at night mm-hmm. at the Sands. Right, right. Nat King Cole. Mm-hmm. Lena Horn's the only one that got away with it, but... uh yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. You think racism is bad now, my God. No, racism isn't bad now. That's the problem. Racism well, doesn't... Well, it's not as bad as it was back in... Uh, well, if it wasn't for Sinatra, I don't know if Davis could have... Can I just say something? I'll be real quick, because racism, racism existed for all the wrong reasons back in the day. Yeah. Now, and I, this is very controversial to say, there's some reasons. You know, I see crime, I see looting, I see migrants, I see brown versus white. I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed, to, I'm not supposed to say anything about that because that makes me a racist. Back in the day, you just walked in with an afro and they're like, oh, you don't belong here. That was racism. Now oh. we're not supposed to say anything about you know looting and anything of that nature. Oh no, can't do so that. Are you familiar <clears throat> with Nat King Cole, Yes, of course. He was attacked on stage when he played in Alabama. That's all. And the, and the biggest star in Vegas early was Liberace. Oh, really? Yeah, big star in Las Vegas. He helped Elvis started there. Very he talented man. For a few times, so he got a hold of Liberace to gave him some tips. It's funny you got a guy like Liberace. Liberace, uh, <clears throat> great entertainer. And he was from Milwaukee. You know, it's like, well, how does a guy like that come from yeah. Milwaukee? One of the first TV shows. He had a show with his brother. Nat King Cole had his own show on NBC very early, about 15 minutes back at that time frame. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, gentleman at that uh, race to have his own TV show. They all deserved it. I know that. We were terrible people. But we yeah. overcame that, and somehow or other, the new media, since the advent of uh, social media and the phone, the smartphone, brought it yeah. all back to the table, and yeah. they said it never left. It did leave. Now yeah, it's back but, uh, again because they want it back there because they want to maintain and sustain power. Yeah, take a look at that show, Glenn. You'd enjoy it. I really back when you had to have talent to be on stage. You exactly. Know what I mean? Right. Right. I'm a musician. Okay. I'm a magician. All right. Thank you, my friend. Okay, Glenn. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, man? Conspiracy guy looking for tickets. You oh, tickets you want to? Left? Yeah. Okay, conspiracy guy. I'll put yeah, you. Yeah, man. I'll, t I'll put you down for two tickets. Conspiracy. Guy, two ticks. Do you know where we are, conspiracy guy? Oh, I know where you are. Uh, okay. Well, it's good no to know problem. that a conspiracy guy knows where we are. Exactly. Hey, uh, don't worry about Chelsea Clinton. I don't think she's going to have any more birthdays. Why is that? Well, you got to do some research. There's people out there that aren't going to have any more birthdays. Uh, she what? might be one of them. Well, wait a minute. Now, conspiracy theory, uh, you, that sounds uh, underhanded. What, what do you mean by that? Well, she might have attended a tribunal or some such thing. Oh, I thought you were going to say she was born on Leap Day, so she would have no, to wait four, no, four no, years. No, 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 much, much uh, worse fate than that. Well, I hope not, <laughs> conspiracy theory. I hope, and, and like I've said, and I've said, I'll say it again and again and again, it, it, it's the, the liberals who are more, have more vitriol feelings about conservatives than vice versa. So I would dare say that as much as I don't agree with the Clintons and their policies, I don't want any harm done to them, to Joy Bahar, to Joy Reid, or nobody. However, they, if they needed to, would snap their fingers and save their form of democracy if necessary. So I don't want to be on their side. I don't want any harm to anybody, including Chelsea Clinton. Oh, you'll have a tell-all here for now. Right. Well, hopefully not. But thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you very right. much. Man. I'll talk to you. There you go. 755-1240 is the number. Don't forget the 315. 755-1240 is the phone number. So many things, you know, I, I love having in-studio guests, but, you know, we t typically delve back into, you know, what's going on in the word world. I was on uh, Two Mics Live <clears throat> a couple weeks back, and I mentioned to uh, Mike Schwartz and his co-host, I, I, I said that there's so many things that are going on that at any given day, what would normally be a top story 10, 20, 30 years ago kind of takes a back seat you know it kind of it, it kind of gets winds up on page six of the post as opposed to the fir first uh, or the cover and the first two pages and uh and, and it's just so so many and it's just and it just gets it gets more and more deep as we get it so but uh you know if you listen to Hannity Hannity's always talking about oh he's cognitively challenged that the more and more Hannity does that the, the more and more it, we're getting into the eighth inning uh, with the three-run lead, and then Michelle Obama comes in and hits a grand slam, and then she closes it out in the top of the ninth. That's my biggest fear. Or um, the swing states and the city. Now, Danny Francis is like, well, there goes Glenn again. He's probably rolling his eyes as, 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 I, as I speak. <clears throat> but that, those are the things that are on my mind constantly. How, how are they going to pull this off? Because they can't walk away from power, especially now. They have so many things lined up. And so often... You hear all this, like, military-age people. I saw something just prior to coming on the show today, how the Chinese have some type of storefront in Panama that has some type of cryptic message on the wall to those passing through. They're coming from uh, communist China by way of South America. 
China has a stronghold around the world, particularly in South America. Apparently, they're 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 being transported there by boat or plane, whatever. I don't know how. And then they work their way up, and uh, they have these these uh, these storefronts that uh, supply them with the necessary tools to get them to the border of their choice or their location. And often you see someone like Lawrence Jones on Fox or somebody asking him, and they said, "Where are you going? Where are you you know where's your where's your destination?" And many of them will say New York, Chicago, San Francisco, St. Louis, whichever. And I think eventually it's going to catch on where they're just not going to answer them. They're not going to answer them at all. So I'm not going to answer that. Because, you know, the more and more the, the information is, in, is disseminated by way of the Internet, satellite TV, they see what's happening. And I, whether or not this adds up, you know, the conspiracy theory can, can come up with his reasons to why this is all going down or a friend Kelly who, uh, who swears that Michelle is not who she says she is, uh, would say that th- you know, this is all part of a plan. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's a very, very scary time. I know that's what Hannity says all the time. Oh, it's very scary, scary time. I'm glad I moved to Florida. The other thing is Sylvester Stallone apparently moved to Florida as well. That made big, big news. Carl Rove was talking about that. It's amazing. It is. And then, of course, you got the other guy that could perhaps be president of the United States. That's Gavin Newsom. The smiling jerk, as my mom would say, God rest her soul. Uh, and uh, he's a guy that is, you know, basically claims he built the, the economy there in California when obviously it was there decades before he, he arrived. But that's his claim to fame. He could care less about the middleman and what's happening. One, one other thing, I, I, I've, been, I've been, you know, you know wa- watching so many different things on Twitter. Um, some of it just I won't even bring to the table. It's just not necessary. But one, I don't know if it was on Twitter, but it might have been on Facebook. But this young man uh, explains the five reasons why you should not move to Mexico. And it's long-winded. It goes on for about at least 10, maybe 15 minutes. And he's got a joystick. You know, he's got a, a selfie stick. And he's walking through what looks to be a nice neighborhood. But he says, this is a nice part of the town I'm living in. I don't think he, he, he tells anyone where he lives. But he, he, he says, you can't hear it now, but typically Mexico, one of five reasons why you don't want to move here is one, it's, it's, it's impoverished. You, you, it's a step backwards as far as modern amenities are concerned. Plus, it's very, very loud. Um, <clears throat> the Mexicans like playing loud, loud music and, 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 you know, have cars without mufflers, apparently. He says that's one of the reasons. But another reason which, which I thought was fascinating is that the, you know, the, the racism that's going on, it's twofold. First of all, they don't like uh, foreigners living there, including him. He said he lived in a nice neighborhood where he can assimilate and not have that problem. But they don't like the idea of being a vacuum where a, a, a good deal of them are leaving and traveling north to the, uh, you know, the Texas-California border. Uh, but they don't like the fact of people like, who look like Glenn Curry moving down into their neighborhoods. Uh, that's, that, that's something they don't like, which is so ironic. Uh, if you were to bring that up with, with Joy Bahar and the, and the Yentas at The View, oh, we're, we're, a, we're a country of immigrants. Well, th- say that to a country of non-immigrants. They don't even want us to be there. But the other thing that he brought up, this guy talking about the reasons why you shouldn't be in Mexico, is that uh, the Mexicans, the lighter-skinned Mexicans, don't like the darker-skinned Mexicans and people south uh, towards Panama um, and, and other countries of Central America. And it's fat. And again, you take it for his. This guy's not making this stuff up. He's intelligent. Obviously, he's educated, and uh, he's got you know he's got a series of things. Uh, five reasons this, five reasons that. Uh, and I just thought that was so ironic that here it is. We're the great Satan, 
we're the worst country in the world thanks to our, our Western background and our beliefs, and we're the oppressors. And yet here it is, we have people fleeing and go, going through the great country of Mexico. It's such a mess, and they're more racist than we are in, to, in so many ways. So fascinating. And the other thing I wanted to bring up, and you heard him on the Sean Hannity show today, Dr. Phil, a guy that, you know, really is just a glorified version of uh, the Maury Povich show. But I appreciate him. I like him. Sometimes he drives me crazy. Uh, he's said some stupid things over the years. But he, uh, he wrote a book, and he wrote it about, you know, the, the detriment and the, the, uh, the ill effects of COVID uh, on, on, uh, on those young children particularly who have crossed the border uh, who, you know, people, he's, they're, they're, they go into an area of, of maybe uh, prostitution or whichever, uh, or they're, they're, they're into forced labor camps. And and he was on The View, and they were just like, the, the Yentis wouldn't let him. T- they said, nope, nope, it was good that COVID shut down, the uh, school districts shut down the school districts during COVID because uh, you didn't want any of the children to get hurt, sick, and or die. Whereas we all know, especially now, because we woke up years later and we knew it then, that the least vulnerable class of people during COVID were, in fact, children. But somehow, the, 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 you know, the Randy Weingartens of the world, uh, uh, the school districts and the, and the unions didn't look at it that way. They clearly saw it as an opportunity for everyone to go down to Mexico to enjoy themselves for months at a time while getting paid. We know that now, but what Dr. Phil later said, in addition to that, is that this led to a lot of, uh, well, first of all, we're, we're seeing that a lot of kids coming out of, for instance, Baltimore in the 11th grade have one second, one first or second grade reading aptitude or math skills. It's terrible. COVID w- didn't really it, it answer to that entirely. That was always the case in Baltimore. It's a horrible town. But it certainly made things worse. And he also said something that I thought was fascinating. It forced kids that had I- issues with their parents or guardians uh, to, uh, to actually get worse. And by that, I mean, the school is a haven for a lot of kids to get away from a crappy environment back home. In many cases, up here even, kids look forward to going back to school on a Monday because they haven't eaten a good meal since Friday. And the same thing applied to kids that were abused by their guardian or their stepdad or their lack of, you know, you know, uh, uh, whatever, some type of uh, adult um, supervision. And that made things worse. And we're going to pay the price. We are. And the lack of respect that our law enforcement people get, teachers get, God bless you all. And I know we don't see that as much up here, but I'm sure there's an element. Um, so and Dr. Phil, if you check it out online, look at his interview. and He's got a new book out. He makes a lot of sense. Of course, the Yentas didn't agree with him because they're paid not to. So that would conclude our show today. I really appreciate everyone calling in, getting tickets. They'll be ready for you here, 199 Wealth Avenue. Uh, for the Battle of the Badges. That's on the 9th of March. And thank you very much. AM 1240 WA10 Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. Voters in Michigan have another few hours.